Hi to all my listeners out there. I'm taking a summer break. In the meantime, here's part of one of our episodes from this past year. Sylvia and me. Sylvia and me. Sylvia and me. Hi, I'm poet and writer Maggie Smith, and welcome to Sylvia and me. Maggie, I am so delighted to have you with me today. Um, and you mentioned you're a poet. You're an award-winning poet. Uh, in fact, it started off with uh, the award-winning Good Bones, which from what has been said about it, and, and I agree, it explores the idea that the world is not necessarily a morally good place. You focus on the idea that the world is 50% terrible, that being a conservative estimate. Um, can you talk, we're going to talk about your newest one, but I'd like to go in a little bit about background. Uh, Good Bones, can you tell us what the process was? How did that start? The poem itself? The, the poem. I mean, yeah. when, did you, when did you start that? That poem I wrote, um, at a coffee shop in my neighborhood in the summer of 2015. Um, I think you know, nothing specific had happened that you'd sort of precipitated writing that poem, but I was thinking about my kids who are, you know, still young, but were younger then, and thinking about how do I how do I orient them to the world? How do I tell them about this place that I've brought them to? How do I shepherd them through times that I don't even understand really myself and process with them? And how do I protect them? But how do I you know, remain an honest parent also? And always holding that tension. How do I shield them when possible, but also I don't wanna lie to my kids about this place I've brought them to. And so really the poem came out all in one rush. I mean, I think I wrote that poem in 20 minutes, which is not normal for my process. That is not how it works usually. Um, I tend to write poems over months and sometimes even years uh, in many revisions and sometimes sort of going back to the drawing board and rethinking the whole thing. So this one came out in kind of a rush. Um, and, and luckily I had no idea how many people would read it because I wouldn't have trusted a poem that came out that fast enough to send it, to send it out for publication if I had known you know, someday that Meryl Streep would read it. Wow. But um, yeah, but it, but it happened. And I love how you, you talk so honestly and basically it's raw when you bring children into this world, we want, our children, yet at the same time, what are we bringing them into? We really at times don't even know. We want to protect them. We can't always protect them. As you said, you don't wanna lie. And we also have to give them the freedom to kind of fly a little mm. without protecting them all the time. And that poem is that Meryl Streep read it and it went viral in 2016 and you became an award-winning poet. From there, you the it was like a breakout. Keep moving. It was a collection of essays and affirmations. Keep moving. Notes on lost creativity and change. Um, tell us a little bit about that because, from what I read, they were actually Twitter 
yeah. choice that you were doing and you were you had this inside of you and you were just honestly putting these out there what uh, you were going through certain things because it was about loss and it was about grief and it was about you know affirmations what um what got you even started tweeting? Because uh, it's a lot of personal stuff out there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to that point, when I started working on Keep Moving, I'd published three books of poems. So I was like, well, poems are what I write. Like, I'm a poet. So that's what I do. And um, my marriage ended. And I had a really hard time in that moment writing poems. Um, I just, I was having a hard time accessing that part of myself that could make a poem happen. Um, luckily, I got back to it because there are some of those in the new book, but I, I was having a hard time back then. And so I started writing these little, I call them notes to self, um, affirmations, these little quotes, really just for me every day to kind of help me get through that day. And the first day I wrote myself a little note and I tweeted it because I just thought, you know what? everybody's going through something. But if our social media space is so curated and so protected that everybody just sees when things are going well, <laughs> you know, sees our clean house and sees our well-behaved children and sees our nice lives, then I think it makes us feel more alone because we just see that everybody else has it together and we must be the only ones who don't know what to do next. And, and so, you know, posting on social media was kind of a way of a, a way of coming clean for me and just saying, you know what, I'm not going to go into specifics about what this thing is in my life, but I am struggling. And every day I'm going to write myself a little note to help myself feel better. And maybe it will be useful to somebody else. And it was so surprising to me how many people attached themselves to those notes to self and saw their own struggles in them. That's it. You just, you know, sometimes we're so, we hold back saying anything because we might think, well, people have bigger problems than I do. No one's going to understand. There can't be anybody in my shoes out there. Uh, and when we do talk and we do open up, the world opens up. It opens up for, for you and putting it out there. And as you said, wow, look at all the people who were able to relate. And then once it's like a domino effect, once mm -hmm. one person does, another person does, and, and then all of a sudden, and that's exactly what happened. And it was very brave to be able to put that out there. Because again, just like you did in that one poem, now you have affirmations um, that are, again, raw, they're real, and they're honest. Yeah, I mean, thank you. I think in, in some ways that honesty is community building, right? Because people see that you're being authentic um, and it's not, all, it's not all smiles, like not every day is sunshine. That's just not realistic. <laughs> Um, you know, hopefully we get periods of sunshine every day, um, but it's, it's not realistic. And so I found that, you know, being honest in, in that space 
was sort of a gift that I could give to other people because then they saw themselves and things. But also I got this sense of community at a time when I was really struggling and feeling alone. And suddenly I had all these other people reaching out and saying, oh, this really helped me. Or this reminds me of when I went through my divorce or I'm 10 years down this path from you and I'm, I'm here to tell you it gets better. And that kind of feedback um, was, you know, life-changing, you know, working on that book was life-changing for me. Well, again, that's the thing. We, we have a habit of holding things back in because we think, well, no one, you know, they're going to feel sorry for me. Nobody, everyone has larger problems. And we don't realize that the minute we say something that is as raw and honest, there are so many people out there who are so grateful mm. that they could even tailgate, take that and move along with it. And you started it and they're able to continue and continue. And that's, that's really what community is about. And, and communication is really being able to have those moments, the ups, the downs, and know that life isn't just one straight line. Um, it brings us up, it brings us down and, and look where you are now. Yeah, uh, I would not have expected it. I would not, I would not have expected it, but, but you're right. I think, you know, we give each other permission too through what we share to share other things. And so I know there are things I've read or conversations I've had that have made me feel braver that have given me permission to share, you know, pieces of my own life. And so if, if I've helped give one person permission or um, make them feel like they can say the thing that they've been kind of swallowing, um, that's, that's great. So I wanted to ask you if you could read one of your poems and sure. uh, I gave you a couple that were <laughs> I, that resonated with me, not that we're better than the others, but really stood out. So yeah, pick one. Uh, I think I'll read Bride um, because you brought, you brought that one up and my book was just um, open to those pages, the one I have here on my desk. Bride. How long have I been wed to myself, calling myself darling, dressing for my own pleasure each morning choosing perfume to turn me on. How long have I been alone in this house, but not alone, married less to the man than to the woman silvering with the mirror. I know the kind of wife I need and I become her, the one who will leave this earth at the same instant I do. I am my own bride lifting the veil to see my face. Darling, I say, I have waited for you all my life. For more, you can find Sylvia and me wherever you listen to your podcasts or go to www.sylviaandme.com. As they say, see you in September.